This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G here on a football Friday. Ton of football, ton of NFL. We'll continue to roll through every single game. And we will even do a prop segment about one hour from now, our favorite props for the week. We always dive into the props for the single games, you know, for the uh, the Monday night, the Thursday night. We'll kind of look at the board as a whole and pick out our favorite props for the week for you. Coming up in about an hour, we will dive into the NBA this week. It's a really good games. And uh, we'll get uh, everyone's thoughts here on uh, what Joe and Paul are doing for their five best bets in the contest later on the show. But we do have some big college football games here, Joe, this weekend. As we're getting down, you know, we're, we're, we have, what, three weeks left or so of the regular season? So we're we're, yeah. we're close to the end. So what now, happened? <laughs> it always goes by. The NFL yeah. feels like it goes on forever. Like, I know we're in week 10 now, but it's like there's still a lot of NFL to go. Still a Meanwhile, lot. it's yeah. like college like, whoa, this is going to end really quickly here. So all these games take on extra importance down the stretch. Let's hit some of these. Uh, some of these we touched on yesterday with our guests. Uh, yeah. But... Some of them um, I, I, we have more thoughts on. And, and after listening to yesterday through the conversation, Oklahoma-Baylor, really interesting game. Oklahoma minus five and a half against Baylor. That Baylor defense is good, but they're coming off a terrible loss. And are you starting to trust Oklahoma now after the quarterback switch? I mean, all year, the first two months, all we did is say they're going to lose. They're going to lose. I mean, you're sitting there on an Oklahoma ticket hating them because we yeah, all expected a loss to come. They suck. <laughs> They've been different though since Caleb Williams got in there. I, I'm, it's just they're a better team with him. He's a better quarterback. Well, that's what I've wondered. At some point, are we, is the committee going to look at Oklahoma and say, well, they they had two different seasons, or is it one whole one with Rattler? Do you have to include him? But like, if you're the committee and you're making the case for them to be in the top four or or keep them out, we have to say is well, the Caleb Williams team is coming. Not the one with Rattler. So that's going to be interesting. So since he's taken over, you had the Texas game when they put up 55 points. Uh, they took care of TCU. The Kansas one was ugly. That, that was an ugly one, and a lot of people saw it. But he had some pretty insane moments in that contest. But this is a real test now. Baylor is terrific at home. And, and you hit it. They're coming off a terrible loss against TCU. But... I mean, Baylor's legit. There are some that believe that they're they're overrated a little bit. I I don't really buy into that. I watched them beat Iowa State at home. I watched them beat BYU at home. They're legit, and they're allowing only 20 points per game. That's hard to do in the Big 12. So you do have to give them some respect. And, you know, at home, getting almost a touchdown now. Earlier in the week, this was sitting at five and a half. I do let, I, I expect the Sooners to win. But it wouldn't shock me if we're talking about a huge upset and Oklahoma finally loses. They go down 9-1. and one. But if you're giving me 6.5 points, I'm going to hope it gets to 7. And maybe it will on game day with some of the public love as people just jumping in like, oh, I'm, I'm going to back the Sooners less than a touchdown. That's easy. They're going to make it to the playoff. I, give me Baylor in those points. I'm they play you. great at home. Yeah. 62 and a half is the total. And, and you, you mentioned Baylor's defense, 20 or so points a game they allow. They score 36 a game. Like, if you're going to cover against Oklahoma, Oklahoma always gives up 30, or at least they were earlier in the year, right? Couldn't you see this game 42-37, 42-36? Yes. You cover, right? You Oklahoma wins. You're happy. People Did say, you see ah. a multiple overtime game? Oh, yeah. Can we get yeah. eight or nine like we did against with Penn State? And, God, and, I hope not. I hope oh, not. But 
But yeah, I mean, like you said, 37, 36, 37 points per game. You're you're a top twenty offense. Like that's yeah. legit. Let's let's look at this Baylor team and give them some respect. I, I don't understand why so many people were down on their ranking of number thirteen. I, I feel like they've earned it. And the, the TCU loss was ugly. Wasn't that just a supreme look ahead spot for them? Yeah, I mean that might be the ultimate look ahead spot. You have yeah. you have Oklahoma coming up the week after. So we're both on Baylor plus six and a half. How about yep. Michigan? Uh, favorite on the road, Harbaugh, one and a half points at Penn State. I just think Penn State's season ended. Two two things happened when their season ended. Really, the, the loss of the quarterback in the Iowa game, that ended their chances to be a playoff team. They were not. It was not going to happen after that. Then the James Franklin stuff started going on. And that, I mean, that's a distraction. I mean, when that happens, and, and he really has done a poor job of, like, deflecting. Like, he's made it pretty clear this is a thing, and he's trying not to make a distraction. It is. And the third thing is, I just think Michigan's a better team. One and a half. I mean, if this was four yeah. and a half, if it was five, even three and a half, I might say, ah, oh, this could be dicey because Michigan doesn't score that many points. They're just a better team. I I, I would take Michigan on the road. Kind of reminds me, um, they went to Wisconsin earlier this year, and I think we had um, we had Pam Maldonado on that week of that game, and we talked through that one and like, do you trust Harbaugh on the road against a good program? Blah blah blah. I mean, Wisconsin can't score this year. Penn State's got all these distractions. They're falling apart. I, I would take Michigan minus the one and a half. I just think they're better, and they still have their eye on something big. I mean, they're still in the mix here if they can win out and, and get some things go their way for the, for the playoff. And they got Maryland next week, so I don't think they're they're looking ahead too much. A trend that people are going to bring up, Harbaugh as a road underdog, not good. But you think about it, as a road underdog, that means he's playing. Those are probably a lot of Ohio State games if you were to, you were to take a dive into that trend a little bit. It just feels like Penn State is a team that you want to fade against the really good teams, and they're facing a really good team here, and they're only getting a point and a half. I, I don't know if you guys have talked about it much in your area, but when you look at the overall schedule for Penn State, and sure, does Franklin deserve some criticism? I'm okay with that. But this has been SEC level, what they're dealing with. Uh, you already had – when they played Iowa, they were number three. Um, when they played Ohio State, they were number five. And now you've got Michigan while they're number six. And you still have to go to Michigan State, and they're number right. seven. Like, this this is insane. I, Even though I didn't love Penn State coming into the season, like, I never thought the schedule was going to be difficult as it ended up being. Well, that's why when USC hires him in, in two months and they introduce him, <laughs> they're going to talk about – Look what he did. Look at what he had to go up against. He's a good coach. He turned that program back around. So, I mean, that's why people think they're he's interesting as a coach. But is he going to win in this spot? Is he going to cover in this spot? I, I don't see it. This feels like a Michigan Michigan night to me. Yeah, I just got it's. Yeah, you're basically asking them to win, and I would go with the Wolverines. Anything on the total? Uh, Forty eight and a half. Do you, do you think under lean under or nothing? Under's my lean. Uh, I mean, yeah. I haven't been impressed with Penn State's offense the entire year. And Michigan, doesn't Michigan want to play these games? Harbaugh wants to run the football. He wants to play a game that's, you know, 24 to 16. That I think he'd prefer that. Uh, I'd lean the under. Joe, how about Purdue, I, Ohio State? Do we have to start giving Purdue some credit here? I mean, Purdue yeah. has knocked off some good teams. I mean, that win last week, I didn't see that coming. And they took it to Michigan State after what they did to Michigan. They're 21-point underdogs in Ohio State. This You mentioned the SEC. This feels like what happens in the SEC, right? Like someone that we don't talk much about, Mississippi maybe, right? One of those kind of under-the-radar teams. Wins a big game or two. They're ranked 19th. Oh, now you have to go to Alabama. 
Now they have to, this team has to go to Ohio State, 21 point underdogs. That's a, that's a big number. It is a big number. Um, and they put it in a tough spot for us. That's been bet down. It was higher. And I believe, uh, see, tw- you said 20 and a half or 21? Yeah, I think it was 20. It, it was 23 early in the week, I saw. Correct. You see correct. It? Yeah. And, and the sharp betters knocked it down. This morning on FanDuel, I saw we're down to 20 and a half. So okay. I would certainly, certainly want the 21 if that's available. But like with Purdue and this matchup in particular, it, you just think about the spots. Like they, they took down Iowa earlier in the year when they were the number two team in the country. What happens next week? They lose 30 to 13 against the Wisconsin mm-hmm. team that I don't think is all that good. Uh, when they beat Michigan State last week, what was that spot? That was, that was the big letdown after right. Sparty uh, had their o- overtime game. The, the big, was that overtime? I'm blanking now. Uh, the big win over Michigan, Michigan. that nobody, nobody saw coming. So is this a spot to go against Purdue and then enter the great equalizer, the point spread here? Uh, O'Connell to throw for 536 yards last week, truly remarkable. Is he going to have to repeat a performance like that to hang around with Ohio State? Probably. I'm more interested in the total since we're inside of 21. If, if we go back to earlier in the week, we have time travel, and I'm getting more than 21 points. I, w- I would look to Purdue getting more than three touchdowns at Ohio State. But uh, I, I would look at the total of 62.5. I expect both offenses to be going up and down the field. Uh, there, there's going to be points in this one. Yeah, I agree. Um, I it's very hard to go against. Doesn't it feel like in these spots late in seasons when there's a, a playoff spot on the line, Ohio State yeah. doesn't let up in these games? Like they just, no. they pour it on. If we stay under the 21, you're right. FanDuel is at a 20 and a half. I would take Ohio State there. Another big number, John, and we'll end with the Notre Dame game because I'm interested in your thoughts on them. Georgia, yeah. that number's come down. Georgia's now a 19 and a half point road favorite at Tennessee. That number was 20 and a half at one point this week. The total of that game is 55 and a half. Every time I see a big Georgia number, I just come back to this. Nobody can score on Georgia. Nobody. Like, look at, the, look at their games this year. Look at the total, the points they give up. I mean, routinely under 10 points. This is the best defense in college football by a mile. Yeah. So are you, do you think the number's short? It's the first, it road, game in a, the first road game in over a month. Uh, last time they were on the road, it was Auburn. They took care of them by a few scores. I mean, that doesn't phase them either. I mean, they've played some uh, some poor teams. It's only the third road game of the season, but I I can't even make the case for the Vols. Can you? No. I mean, Tennessee's offense is pretty good, but Tennessee has also allowed Kentucky to score 42. They've allowed Alabama to score 52. Yeah. Like, George, if Georgia gets to 30, 35, right? I mean, how— is Tennessee getting to 20 in this game? I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, they were – they had to go to Tuscaloosa, but they were they were steamrolled by Alabama. They they lost by a lot at Florida. Like, when they're playing the good teams, it's – Tennessee's pretty good, but they're right in the middle. They're right in the right. middle. But once you get to that top tier, it's, it's a different level. Uh, before we run out of time, a Notre Dame game. They're favored by five and a half at Virginia. Eight and one. I didn't expect them to be eight and one. It's, it's not their fault, but they haven't beaten anybody this year. They had the Cincinnati loss, North Carolina win. I mean, we found out that the North Carolina win wasn't all that impressive. It was supposed to be coming into the year. It just hasn't been. Quietly, Virginia has the number one offense in the country. I know. I mean, 545 yards per game, Brendan Armstrong getting it done. 
I like Notre Dame. I don't think they're that good. I mean, they, they, I, you're just waiting and waiting for them to turn it on. I don't see how they can keep pace offensively. They're 66 in the nation at 393 yards per game. Under the lights, this is their Super Bowl. I think Virginia's going to cover, and they're live to win this game. Yeah, it's gonna be, I think it's close. I think it's a fun game on Saturday night. Joe O, Joe G, it is. Beck UL presented by FanDuel Sports. On the other side, we'll continue to line them up with the NFL. Will the Bills bounce back? We'll hit that coming up next right here on the BetQL Network. You're locked in to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel, with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Gillio from BetQL.